Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bonsai Beat. Jello Coon. And I'm Zach. And, uh, we're bringing you a double review today of Roberta's Blood Trail and Railgun Rail S. Is it Railgun S? Okay. Or Railgun 2, but it's officially S. <clears throat> What's the S stand for? Science? I wish I knew. Yeah, some fanboy. Perhaps Sisters, because it's the Sisters arc, but they never actually say. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So, so we're gonna go with sisters. Sure. There you go. It's Whoopi Goldberg. Which doesn't really make sense because sisters and yeah, that would be an I or something for Japan, but. Eh. But whatever. So it's us. A new anime season is upon us. Huzzah! Don't sound too excited. Oh, I've I've loved what I've watched so far. Well, almost loved everything I've watched so far. Yeah, I've actually liked a few shows. What have you been watching? I, the very first show I watched, because I was talking it up so much and I am in love with Studio Trigger, is Kill a Kill. I meant to watch that, and I didn't before we recorded, but I'm going to go back and watch it. All I know is a guy looks like a big burly black guy, and a Mm -hmm. uniform that can't get dirty, and he rips it off the guy, and it folds right back up magically. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's a girl with, like, a shirt that's so cut low that it just hides her nipples and nothing else. Yeah, it's like the ultimate underboob uniform. That's oh, that's the only thing I know about the anime. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. No, it's really good. It's really funny because just, like, all the art style's different. Like, their whole city's, like, old style. Like, it looks like Cowboy Bebop. And then her friend, the main girl's friend that has the sword, is, like, the Moe Blob character like Kaon. And it's just everyone's like a certain trope, I guess, but it's really outrageous and funny, but hilarious. So, so I love it. It looks beautiful and it's really entertaining. There you go. So I'll have to see what you think. And I also watched White Album. Yes. I'm sure you'll have something to say about that because you asked me to watch it. I only watched the first episode, but Same I'm here. surprised. How like I liked it. It didn't seem like something I'd like, but I like the main character. Normally I don't, but he seems better than the normal main character where he just gets what he wants. Like it kinda starts out like realistic where like all of his friends just left his club and he's smart so people want his help but they don't really want to hang out with him. Randy really didn't give a shit too, he's like whatever. 
Yeah, so I can kind of relate. I'm like, people use me because I'm smart and I have fun anyway, so. This could be a likable main character for me. Yes. Uh, I was very. Uh, I really liked the first episode. The second episode just came out. I haven't watched it yet, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the first episode was really good. And I, I, I watched and enjoyed White Album 1 and. I guess you'd call it a season two of White Album One. Like one and a half. <laughs> well, that's what's so weird about it. They just named it White Album Two. I I think. I mean, I I don't know. I don't, never. Mind. I was gonna say something, but never mind. I have no facts, so I'm not gonna say it. Um, right. Well, my thought was White Album was you know well both White Albums were originally um, a dating sim. Or well, at least White Album One was a dating sim. White Album Two was like a visual novel or something but my thought was maybe the first season was based off the dating sim and then the second season of the first white album was like a spin-off or hey it did really well so let's just make another one i don't know mm-hmm. either way it's the song they keep referencing like yes, from the first one yes okay i figured i'm like this must be some sort that's, of easter egg that's what's keep so funny though is because i mean we have no idea like they have cell phones in the anime right in the Mm-hmm. The oh, first one? Yeah, no, 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 the... Well, in the new one. In the new one. Uh-huh, yeah. They do, okay. I, I was watching it on my cell, actually, and I wasn't... I was paying attention, but it was like... It wasn't paying that close attention to it. Like, oh, they had cell phones. Point- yeah, the main character had one, because they texted them to come to the club room or whatever. Oh, that's right. Okay, here's the reason I ask. Mm-hmm. White Album 1 is set, like, in 1988 or something like that. Or early, mm. early 90s. There was no cell phones, no nothing. And that was one of the... I wouldn't say a big draw of anime, but it was like the relationship characteristics were way different because a lot of the a lot of the drama and stuff came from the fact that they couldn't just reach out and they always had to call each other and there was voicemails being left on the answering machine. and it You know, it was a unique... Um, plot device, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was set in their early, late 80s, early 90s. I should really find out when it was set. Because now it's bugging me. But I, it was before cell phones. So that makes sense. So this one, like, isn't in the future. It's more like present time. Yeah, but I mean... it's like a 15 years ahead of the first one. But what bugs me is... Um, like, that song that they're referencing is, like, you know, theoretically old. You know, like, really old. If if it's saying, okay, it's now, you know, 20 plus years old. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because from my understanding, the two main char- idol characters in White Album 1 are what the popular artists are for that time period. Hmm. So it's like, hmm... You know, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. It was pretty good. 1986 is the setting of White Album 1. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they would be saying, like, um, fuck, what's a good, what's a good 80s song? The Final Countdown is, like, the pop, you know, Journey is a pop, you know, the hit band right now 
You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, uh, okay, but like five years would be believable, but fifteen or twenty. Yeah, it's like, okay, so they're like they're trying to say like the people that want American Idol here are popular, so that only lasts like a few years. Yes, yes. So So it'd be like American Idol star. I mean, that's from my understanding too. They haven't really introduced the idols, but from reading on. Like Reddit and forums and stuff, people were saying that they were like supposed to be like the idols that everyone like is supposed to like and junk. And that song is from one of the girls. It's been a couple of years since it aired. It was, it, you know, it was cool to see the flashback to it. Uh, mainly, you know, even just a nod. Mm-hmm. So, yay! Yeah, went on to. I hope it continues. Uh, it's good pacing. I guess you'd yeah, say. Yeah, that like, was good. And I mean, that was like the only thing that I didn't really know. Like, even though I haven't seen the first one, it was still enjoyable because it's not really a tie-in. It's just like a reference. Yeah, but already it seems like they're kind of rushing that relationship because like, he's like, oh, I don't treat you any different because why bother? And she kind of already likes that and stuff. And then it's like, oh, you're the, you know, you're what happened in the first, you know, episode. In the first episode. Yeah, that's why I feel like that second girl's in it. The second girl, like, undo the relationship. <laughs> Probably. Exactly. Uh, what else have I been watching? I watched the first episode of Golden Time. What's that about? It's by the same person who wrote Toradora. Wow. It even has some of the same voice actors, but it's about this guy who goes to Tokyo. He, like, moves there. You don't know why yet. To go to law school. Then he meets this other guy who's trying to get away from his girlfriend. Oh. He just says, like... Yeah. Relationship issues or whatever. Yeah, doesn't he like miss? He goes right to the wrong building or something. He doesn't know how to find those way. Yeah, well, he gets lost, and then they both like find where to go. But then he runs into his girlfriend who found him because he tried to get away by going to a different school, and then she wants to go there. But it, it was pretty funny because he's like imi- in one uh, scene, he's imitating what his girlfriend sounds like, and he's he's like whatever his name is, blah, 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 go do this, go do that. And then they didn't know she transferred in, so she's, like, sitting behind them the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> How is it? So it sounds, it sounds like, pretty good, because it's not high schoolers. It's No, it's, like, they went to law school after high school, and that was, like, his high school girlfriend is trying to escape. But the main character is, uh, like, unrelated to that relationship. So I don't know how that ties in, but... But yeah. Is it a comedy or is it supposed to be serious or? It's a comedy. Like, it's rom com, like Toradora. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. I think it's good so far and I expect good things. I really like Toradora, so. Yeah, I do too. So, Golden Time is the name. Good so far. And then also, I've been watching Log Horizon. Oh, God. Only one episode, I guess. I've heard nothing but bad things. And seriously, the synopsis, I was like, huh, dot heck. Uh, sword art, sword art. Cell yeah, world. sword art was the first thing I thought. Of. I was like, Jesus Christ! That's like the new hot thing. Oh, you're trapped in a video game, and if you die, you die in real life. So fucking real, yeah. <laughs> Hardcore. That's the new thing, bitches. Yeah. Even World of Warcraft is like ten years old now. Yep. So I watched the first episode of that, and I mean, it wasn't like I liked the first episodes of Sword Art better. So this could be one I drop or I don't know. Oh, well, I, I, I wish you luck because holy shit. I, I just now just it just so seems many. like a me too kinda like 
I even heard Batome was pretty good, but everything about the synopsis of that show just everything just screams like me too, me too. We can't think of anything, you know, decent to do, so we're gonna do this. I'm bringing up the synopsis now. Mm-hmm. Because I want to read it for anybody who's like, oh, what's this about? I mean, obviously we've. Got if all the clone stuff. shells weren't a big enough hint, yeah. Exactly. Oh man, my computer is just, all right. My internet today is just being like molasses. Hurry up. The molasses internet. Yes. Man. Well. Well, I also finished watching the Sunday Without God, and it was all right. <laughs> like I was gonna say, how it could turn out like either way with the ending, and they didn't really like talk about the main story. They just like finished a little arc, so I don't know if they're gonna make more. But overall, I was underwhelmed. Oh, that's a bummer. All yeah. right, here's the uh, synopsis for Log Horizon. The story begins when thirty thousand Japanese gamers are trapped in the fantasy online game world Elder T- uh, Tale. Excuse me. What was once a sword and sorcery world is now the real world. The main lead, Shirori, Shirori, whatever, <laughs> S, attempts to survive with his old friend, uh, N, I can't pronounce that fucking name, Yeah. and a beautiful assassin, Akutsuki, or what is it? A Katsuki, whatever. She's a motorcycle, the Suzuki. No, but, okay, well, things I liked. Um, the girl character, the beautiful assassin, isn't originally a guy, which I guess they do this in Sword Art, too. Which is kind of weird, because she didn't want to be known as, like, the girl character, and then she gets a potion to change her character to look different. <laughs> well, game tie-in. Ooh. But it, it, the, the part I kind of... Is they play some comedy in there is that his friend that returns to play the game it's like his first time playing like five years because he's like kind of a jock and like they used to play games as a kid mm-hmm. so he like gets him back into the game and he has no idea what's going on he's like the big burly knight character <laughs> and he's like I miss the real world there's no football in this world <laughs> and he like hits on all the girls so I mean that's kind of cool. It's like different. Instead of everyone just being assumed like to be able to play the game really well, he has no idea what he's doing. There you go. So it obviously could go either way, but so far it's worth watching. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. I mean, maybe it might be really good. It just. I mean, uh, it's just like. It just honestly, doesn't reveal much. But. I, I probably guarantee you, like the the, the obviously. I mean, it could be a Me Too anime. Like, obviously, anime takes a while to create. It's not going to be like, oh, he woke up four weeks ago and was like, oh, we need another anime. Oh, let's do that. I mean, because Art mm-hmm. Online has been very, very popular. So it's a dot .hack series. But it's like, come on, we've had like five MMO and, you know, anime, animes where, oh, the gamer is trapped in it and they they can't escape until they defeat the game. Mm-hmm. You know, well, at least Log Horizon it's was a an tired novel, premise. like in 2009. So at least they've they had the story for <laughs> longer than Sword Art, or as long. There you go. Um. Oh, and finally, I watched a lot. Uh, High School DxD. Oh God. Now this is the like ultimate fan service show. Yeah, did Not- your buddy John watch it with you? 
Yeah, not well, not with me. He likes to do that alone. Oh, nope. okay, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is a recommendation from I him. The first episode when it aired, and I was like, "The fuck? There's nothing but nudity." Yeah, but the dub is hilarious. This is why I'm watching it. I don't is know it? if you saw like the preview for it. I don't know. I think it's about time we. Uh... Yeah, if I can find it. Oh, I found it. Okay. Just just play it. It's hilarious. That's what got me into it. Other than his recommendation. In honor of our first date, there's something I'd like you to do. Sure. You can ask me for anything at all. Mm. Would you die for me? Couldn't you have let me squeeze your jiggly jugs first? <laughs> if we don't do something, he'll die. He'll live. I'll see to that myself. Her name's Rhea Squemery. She's president of the Occult Research Club. Did you say something about being a devil? Yes, I did. That's because I am one. one. I'm not the only devil here, I say. Are you saying that's what all of you are? I also told you I'm your master. My life as a normal human guy is over? Hate the main character. We're gonna win this. Yeah, you're damn right we are. See you on the flip side. like to officially welcome you into the Occult Research Club. I'm gonna have a harem! They'll be naked all the time! Okay, I don't know why the fuck. Seriously. I ripped this trailer off from Funimation. Let's put my own fucking shitty intro and claim it as mine. Like, oh my god. Fuck you. Yeah, well, I liked the Funimation one I actually watched. Yeah, I don't know. This was like... Yeah, we'll watch one you found was... <laughs> This is a scene from the first episode. It's good. Ooh, tons of perversion, apparently. I don't know who she's sending to fetch me, but they're sure taking their sweet-ass time. <laughs> hey! Look at hey, it's Tomaki from... Uh, from, uh... You're all looking lovely today. We're on Host High School Club. I'm sorry, the room's cleaner. Ah, there you are. Uh, yeah, this is my desk. Excellent. I'm here on an errand from Rhea Scremory. What? Wait, is this the fetching? Would you mind coming with me? Oh my god. Is Kiba Cakes about to walk out of this room with a little boy? Kiba, don't do it. You'll catch pervert. You'll lose all your friends and smell like moldy meat. Everybody just simmer down. I promise not to drain his pimp juice. There's just some random... How do these these schools have, like... These random fucking buildings, like they have like mansions. What's happening? Where are we? Wait, I think I know her. The bitch, oh. ton of candles. Konako Toshu is a first year and a valued member of the Occult Research Club. My friend Issei here thinks he might know you. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm gonna kill him. Who doesn't know that perfect spinner bod? All the girls hate her because all the guys want to do her. Speaking of which. Damn, I wish I was that chocolate bar right now! <laughs> what the fuck? I had no idea she was down with the ORC! This changes everything! Oh, a shower? Inside the club? Oh, Shut shit. up! Someone's in there! Oh, great googly moogly! How did I get so mother effing lucky? Uh, right. It's just so ridiculous. It's like fan dub level. Uh, no, I mean, like, honestly, the girls sound fine. Yeah, I mean, it sounds. The guy, it's the really main character, sounds okay. I mean, 
It's just like such a loose interpretation of the sub. Well, look at what they're fucking aiming for. I mean, like, seriously. True. I'm going to fucking lower myself to that shit. <laughs> John, we need your uh, review. Yeah. He'll give it a rave review. There you go. It's, it's entertaining to me. I'm Four out of five tits. No, oh, it's like six out of five. Ah, oh, shit. The, the first monster they fight, like, turns their nipples into cannons and shoots lasers. <laughs> of course, I do have the Blu-ray uncensored version, so I don't know if that's for everyone, but it's pretty insane. Uh, I would assume so. What <laughs> the fuck? Laser nips. There you go. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. Rob's not gonna... You're not gonna lower yourself to that smut? No, no, I'm not. I, I if if I if I want to watch porn, it's it's readily accessible. <laughs> um, yeah. So I watched uh, White Album Two, as we already talked about. I also checked out Outbreak Company and turned it off after five and a half minutes. That good, huh? What's? Oh, I I don't even know what it is, but. Basically, it's about, like, some crazy anime otaku guy, and mm-hmm. he applies for a job. He has to take, like, a 200-test, like, exam online, and meanwhile, they're showing, like, oh, he's got an Oscar figure from Evangelion, and all these anime, and, you know, it's all these, you know, nods to other animes, like, oh, my God, look at that. It's, you know, Haruhi, and blah, 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 and this and that. They had the girl from, um, uh... Bakamoto Guitare and a bunch of other stuff. Um, and he gets invited to, and he gets hired by some random guy, and then he's drugged at the interview. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. And then he wakes up in a bed, and there's like this hot chick with big ass boobs who's supposed to like protect him, and. He's all like, oh my god, are you an F-cup? She's like, no, I'm a D, but I don't know why you're even asking. And, uh, and then he like walks onto a balcony and there's like dragons and shit. And I was like, done. So, <laughs> Sounds not very good. I, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I did not give it a fair chance. But the synopsis, just, even that was like, the fuck. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna just... Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. You know what I mean? But you weren't. I was not. I mean, Zach Birchie gave it a zero out of anything. And it's like, here we go. Let's see. Uh, yeah, here we go. Read you the stupid bitch synopsis. All right. Having a light novel author father and an ergal illustrator mother. <laughs> that just happens. Uh, Kanyu Shinichi, Kan, I don't fucking, whatever, uh, is thoroughly bred, a thoroughbred otaku, so he guess he's a horse. Yep. However, he does not have any kind of special power except for his broad knowledge, sharp insight, and impeccable instinct about moe. Wow, that's a special power, I guess. And it's products from manga to anime to games to light novel figures. One day, he found himself transported to a fantasy world. Because that just happens. Where elves live and dragons fly. And he's given a task. Not to fight a monster or embark on a quest, 
but to enhance cultural uh, exchange by becoming a Moe missionary. <laughs> yes. In this fantasy world, he meets a palace guard who has a bit of a fujoshi taste, a hair... Uh, uh, what? Uh, oh, a ha- I'm sorry. A half. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, uh, a half later, there are serious matters, and Shinichi must needs to face ethnic discrimination, social problems, conflict with neighboring uh, countries, sabotage by a proper pre- uh, opposition elements, including Japanese government, etc. Can well, you how many things the- do they want to add in this show? Oh, shit. They're like solving world conflicts with Moe. Yeah, basically. Can he overcome the obstacle successfully? Question mark. By bringing Moe culture to the fantasy world and help the people there as well. Fuck. Ridiculous. This is like, let's pander. You know, we got, you know, stuff like high school DXD. Like, just let's go epic over the top of fan service. But this is like, No. We need anime for otaku, aimed at otaku, but things otaku could do, or think they would want to do. Yeah, or not do, because they're not going to solve real world problems and social conflicts, and (laughs) they cause social conflicts. Uh, Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, it's uh, pretty, pretty stupid. Again, though, I didn't give it a fair shake either, but still, uh, synopsis like that, fuck that stuff. (laughs) <laughs> I also watched my favorite show, Hajime no Hippo. Now, on Crunchyroll, it's called The Fighting, which I don't understand, because <laughs> it's called Rising, and that's in the literal... I, I don't get it. I, I think because it's called Fighting Spirit, originally. I, I don't know what they, what they, what they wanted to fucking call it. So. They like combine the two names? Yeah, exactly. The Fighting. The Fighting. Hajime no Hippo, The Fighting. The fighting what? I mean, he's a boxer, the, but... The fighting person. Apparently. That's him, the fighting. Yep. Mr. Light Heavyweight Champion of the World. Um, so yeah, it picks up after season two. Um, basically, he's defending his title. And uh, right away, they get into a match. And uh, I'll just come out swinging, like, literal. I mean, like, they introduce a, uh, a character who can go out in the sea and be underwater for a long time and his thing is I'm gonna drag you out into the sea and I'm gonna break your Dempsey roll and every person he fights like has their deal it's, wait what they, they box in the he's ocean. Hawaiian or they, is they like box or, in the ocean though no but he's like I can, he can keep punching him in the gut and like it doesn't hurt him or nothing I don't fucking know <laughs> it's just fun as fuck to watch Okay, so it's like special power is holding his breath. Well, so you well like, not necessarily, but like every character like usually has like a fighting style or something like that. Like somewhere he trained. Yeah, like this guy's like I think Hawaiian or like super southern Japanese. I think it'd be super southern Japanese, but like you know he like lives on a beach and shit. And they show him like <laughs> he spears fish. Yeah, he like. So he's gonna spear you with his hand. He drags out this heavy ass fish. He's like, okay, we gotta go box. <laughs> he's like super ripped and shit. I don't know. It's That's anime. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, I'm gonna drag you on the sea. It's anime. How come he doesn't box little girls then? I don't know. That's a good question. 
it's not it's like it's not even anime anymore. <laughs> so yeah, that is what I've watched. I am Well, that sounds okay at least. I mean, if it's like the first ones you like. No, it's yeah, it is. And they had a nice retrospective of how I mean, they did a lot in the first episode. They talked about how his dad died and how they become a boat operator and just all that stuff. Like stuff they didn't tell you in the first seasons the first two seasons and so yeah uh, they did a ton in the first episode it was 21 minutes but uh, yeah I am disappointed though because every time I've watched uh, the show it's been well after the fact so I could just plow through episode after episode after episode well now I have to wait mm-hmm. it makes me sad so sad. It does. All right. So, anything else? Nope. That wraps it up. Okay. Well, let's go and get into the anime news. Okay. 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 This week in anime news, brought to you by Anime News Network. Yeah, bitch. All right. It's anime news. There's things happening. Such as... It usually describes news pretty well. Yeah. Madoka Magica, the third movie, is got its U.S. date. December 6th. And if you go to it, you get a Cubay phone holder, uh, which is just him with a suction cup on his tail. But it still is yeah. kind of cool. And then, if you want... I mean, if you really want to represent your... Your Madoka fandom, you can buy five uh, character-inspired, different-colored bandanas. Because nothing says you're a Madoka fan like throwing up a bandana. Yeah, when I get on my Harley, my uh, Madoka cycle, I like. I would love this bandana. <laughs> there you go. You can also buy keychains, canvas art, which actually might be pretty interesting. Um, some other... I like this other phone holder. The Charlotte uses, one? Yeah. The one that bites off her head? <gasps> Spoiler, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, mute yourself? No. But it's using my phone as a display model for it, so I feel left out without one. There you go. So, unfortunately, I am not driving two or three hours away to watch it. Yeah, the closest for me is Chicago, and that'd be like four That's hours. That's like a trip. That's like a yeah. need a hotel room and shit. Yeah. But yeah, it's coming. Soon. I do want to watch it eventually, but I yes. will not be attending a premiere. <laughs> Same here. I will watch it on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a lot of news this week, so you ate to that. But Sentai Filmworks licensed Beyond the bound Boundary. So apparently they climb fences or something. <laughs> yeah, North they're American, expanding. Exactly. They're like fuck this. Uh, so they announced on Friday, I think at NYCC, the Comic Con, Kyoto Animations Beyond the Boundary or Kyoko Kai no Kanata. Since when does Kanata mean boundary? I okay. Television anime series that will be available soon through selected outlets with home video release in 2014. The Dark Fantasy follows a high school second year student named Akihito Kanbara. Although the boy appears human, 
He is half Yomu. And invulnerable to wounds because he can heal quickly. Oh, I've never heard that before. <laughs> One day, Akihito meets first year student Miri, Mirai Koyama. When it seems she's about to jump from the school rooftop, Miara is isolated because of her ability to manipulate blood, which is unique even among underworld warriors. Yeah, because there's a lot of those. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. Underworld warriors. Disturbing events begin to unfold after Akihiko, Akihito, excuse me, saves Miri. Mirai, I don't fucking know. Well, the guy did some good. Well, okay. So, Tenichi Inishiata doesn't even say what the fucking... Oh, he's, he's the animation director, it looks like. He's directing the anime. He's done episodes of Clannad After Story... Hayuka, Kayon, we got Juki Honda, who is in charge of the series scripts. She did Gakun Alice, ooh, that famous thing. China, Steinsgate. Chainbu, and yeah, Steinsgate, yay. I've seen that middle show, that's the, uh, regardless of my illusions of grandeur, that yes. giant title. Yes. And Miku Kawakawaka, Waki. Is the animation director, for, and she's writing and designing the characters. She did the disappearance of Haruhi and Kayon, so she knows my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's something I'd be interested in, but you know, to each their own. Uh, Kadansha USA, no surprise here. I actually thought this was already out. Add Attack on Titan, Junior High Manga Guidebooks. Ooh, not wait what? What does that even mean? I don't know. North American manga publisher Kanacha Comics announced at its New York Comic Con panel on Friday it's licensed Saki Nagakawa's Attack on Titan Junior High School spin-off manga based on Hijime Aisiyama's Attack on Titan manga as well as the Attack on Titan guidebooks Inside and Outside. Uh, they noted that the original manga has 500,000 and prints and copies. And, so the original manga has 500,000 copies sold in English. That's hmm. awesome. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, I think Attack of Titan is going to be like the next, like, Cowboy Bebop or, or, uh, uh, Full Metal Alchemist or Trigun. Mm-hmm. Like, in popularity, I mean. Like, yes, it's extremely popular right now, even in America, but I think once it gets its home video release, and all that jazz. Like, seriously, if this thing gets on Adult Swim, gangbusters for years. Yeah, it's iconic. And it's Funimation. They have, like, an in on getting on, uh, you know. Tsunami, yeah. Tsunami, they just yeah. they just did Sword Art. So, or they're doing it right now. Now, is that Funimation or is that Sentai? Yeah, is that, uh, I think. Well, that was Sentai. Or Viz. Viz has a lot of their shit on there, too. Either way, I mean, I really think that Attack on Titan's going to be huge. Uh, in mm-hmm. April 2012, uh, the manga reimagines Aaron, Mikisa, Armin, and other cast members from the original manga as students and teachers at Titan Junior High. Kodansha uh, released the second volume in Japan in August. And uh, they are going to be releasing the manga in North America starting spring 2014. So, 
Huh. I, I don't know if I'd want that. No, me either. But you know what I still haven't watched, or at least read? Um, just because it just came to mind. Mm-hmm. The uh, the main character from Code Geass as a fa- uh, 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 guest agent attendant. Lelouch? <laughs> 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 yes, Lelouch the guest agent attendant. What is this from? Is that It's like a gag monger or something. Oh. Uh, and it's like they imagine him as like a gas station attendant. It'd be easy to sell gas. You just mind control people. You need gas. I need yeah. gas. I'll show you the difference between tactics and strategy and selling gas. Yes. <laughs> of course, you can only do it once, so. Yeah. You would think or sales you can just, would be you can just awesome. say like buy gas forever. There you go. There you go. You need to force everyone. To buy shell. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Yeah, here we go. Ah, never mind. Okay, I can't find it now. Oh well. Damn. But I heard staring <laughs> about it. It was hilarious. The Attack of Titan guidebook, inside and outside, is almost four hundred page pages. Oh my god. And it contains concept art, complete character profiles, Attack on Titan papercraft, and more. The book will include more than 16 color pages. Ooh-hoo. And it will release in 2014. So, ooh. The manga itself has over 25 million copies in circulation. Wow. Damn. Uh, and let's see, Kodachi Comics is publishing the manga in North America on a monthly basis until it's caught up with the Japan releases. So that's awesome. Both Crunchyroll and Funimation stream the anime version, and Funimation will release it in 2014. So, yes, that's awesome though. That's pretty kick-ass that fucking every month to get a new Attack on Titan manga. Yeah, that is good. Pretty badass. Alright, more Sentai. They added Infant Stratos to the anime, oh my god. And it's airing now, and if you like that, awesome. Well, we got better things. We've got the What the Fuck of the Week. <laughs> that we haven't had in forever. But we got this it. This is a disturbing one. Got, this is one I found on we Reddit. Got two of them. Oh. We'll do yours two. first, though. <laughs> What the fuck? You can't say any dirty words. Really? So you can't say fuck? No. And you can't say shit? No. The bonsai beat. What the fuck of the week? Damn, dude, that kid is fucked up. Alright. Woo, my prowess at making bumpers. Uh, so yeah. First off. Uh, actually, I need your link again. Oh, okay. Oh, I got it. Okay. So, I will let you explain this, because... Oh, God. Then we'll play the trailer. It's explaining... Or, it's hard for anyone to explain, I imagine, but it's called, in English, get ready for this, it isn't like our emo, but my cute little sister can't help consuming my flesh. Yep. So, (laughs) apparently it's by Studio Dean, and it's the adaptation of a horror manga called Poopa, I guess. Poopa. 
about the ultimate love of the brother and sister. <laughs> so apparently, a little sister who transforms into a man-eating creature, and the brother who has the power of rapid cellular regeneration and feeds her with his own body. It She's is next level. It's next level disturbing. So I guess Japan sees that little sisters are popular, and why not make her a flesh-eating monster? Yep. So I guess we'll play the trailer, and you get to. You only need to hear it. Basically, it's disturbing. You know, I'm actually surprised. I'm googling Studio Dean, and I thought they've done more. I'm not really sure what they do either. Oh, okay. Here we go. Wow, they have done a lot. Just to give you an idea of what they do. They've done three by three eyes. They've done Excel World. They did the in between animation. A lot of the stuff was just uh, in between. I'm trying to see if we did any. Uh, let's see. Here we go. A W O L or absent without leave. They have not done a lot of actual anime. They've done a lot of in between or production of some kind for other shows. Um, so their number. I mean, they've done a shit ton. Of work for other stuff, but they don't have a very large list of things that they've put out from them. So, mm-hmm. this is, uh, Jesus Christ! So they decided to go with they've this. Been, I guess. Yeah, exactly. They've been around, so this will get them noticed, good or bad. Yeah, exactly. Let's play this lovely trailer that I'm watching for the first time. So. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll cut up and bloody. something very disturbing right uh, what so you don't really need to know what the, you saw along with let's those noise let's see what the comments say holy shit uh, let's see or as I like to call it my little sister can't turn into a giant monster and feed fuck you people trying to be funny uh, <laughs> well that escalated quickly <laughs> True. The flesh chewing sound sent chills up my spine. And this kid's is why you never take the sister out. <laughs> uh, well, here's how big Crunchy gets it, considering we all just witnessed something horribly awkward for the sake of the Halloween spirit. It's very disturbing. Someone's actually looking forward to this. Been waiting for this! Seems so mysterious and interesting. And delicious. Okay. Well, that is something. That is something indeed. Will you watch it, though? That is the first thing I guess I would ask. I don't know if I can. (laughs) I don't want to, but maybe we should just to see. I want to watch the first episode just for the sake of watching it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Moving on to... Well, this probably isn't much happier news. 
Wife throws out husband's anime collection. He demands a divorce. There's only one reasonable thing to do. Exactly. He's doing it. I mean, if my wife threw my stuff, my anime out, I don't know. <laughs> I think wife? a divorce costs more money than the anime, to be honest. I don't know. Some people have some extensive limited edition collections. Well, That's I... your replay. That's priceless. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> anime and manga fans outside of Japan tend to view the country as being a safe haven for otaku, assuming that everyone loves the stuff. And while comics and cartoons certainly are popular and an essential part of mainstream Japanese media, it doesn't mean everyone in Japan approves. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Here's one story detailing the marital problems of befallen a family who simply couldn't understand her otaku husband's interest. Earlier this month, a troubled housewife took to the Yamura Online, the Right Center National Newspaper's website, looking for advice on her marital relationship, posting as Maki on the Hatsukumu... Just on the forum. (laughs) It's just a forum, Just a forum, goddammit. Targeted at women. The housewife explained her situation and asked for feedback. A waste of money! In her post, Maki explained that she's a housewife in her late 30s with a husband three years older and an 11-year-old son. According to the story, her husband kept coming home with boxes of drink bottles. When she asked why, her husband explained that he was collecting them as part of a campaign the convenience store was having. Looking for the total, at the total number, she saw over 10,000 yen, or $100.60, worth of bottles. Getting angry at his loose use of money, Maka... Oh, yeah, her name is Maka. She just changed her name by from a fucking I to an A. From a real name from an A to an I. <laughs> so Mika is a real name. So anonymous. Mika told him to use her his own savings for daily expenditures and then refused to do any housework or cooking. That bitch. <laughs> the blowback. However, the next month, Mika's husband changed the bank account his account his company deposited money into and grabbed the family bank book, which was just a notebook, to record all the transactions at the bank, which also serves as a, as a kind of ATM card, for himself. Oh, that dastardly deed. From then on, he declared he'd be in charge of the family's money. Mika was upset. But her husband pointed out that she abandoned her housework. And he got her parents to side with her. Holy shit. (laughs) Forcing her to give in. (laughs) Wow. After putting up with the situation for a while, Mika finally decided that she'd had enough. And while her husband was out, tossed all his anime goods and Blu-rays upon... Oh, well, there's no period... Upon Upon discovering what his wife had done, the husband rushed to the garbage collection area to gather his prized possessions, only to discover she had done more than throw it out. She'd cut everything up with scissors. Oh, wow. Furious. Maki's husband. They keep, I think they fucking kept putting A's instead of I's or something. Because now they refer to Maki. 
in like the third sentence. <laughs> Maki's husband locked himself in his room and refused to come out. <laughs> He's Maki, a child. Here we go. Maki includes in the comment, in commemoration of a, uh, <laughs> in commemoration of graduating out of such a childish and embarrassing hobby, I repair I prepared a grand meal for him. But oh. no matter how many times I called for him, he wouldn't come to me. And he wouldn't leave his room. The next morning, her husband appeared and told her, We're getting a divorce. I want you to leave right away. He added that he would keep his son. And finally, she ended up saying, I don't want to get divorced, but the problem is his hobby. So I don't see why I'm being chased out. The internet, if it's not surprising, <laughs> sided with the husband. With such things as, You went too far. There's nothing to be done but leave. Or you need to break up. Or make your own money so you can live on your own. <laughs> or I feel so badly for your husband. Please just divorce him as he asked. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, yes, if my wife threw my anime out as she's listening to this, I'd be pretty pissed, but... Would you, you know, lock yourself in your room? And I would lock myself. You know what? I could lock myself in my room because I have an adjoining bathroom, so I'm all set. Aha, uh-huh, you're safe. I'm pretty much. So I have to eat, and then I'm screwed. Yeah. Well, I should be making a grand meal, so. It's... Sweetie, if you throw my anime away, will you make me a grand meal? What? <laughs> I guess that's a no. <laughs> that's a no. No grand meals for me. <laughs> I'm paying attention. <sighs> yes, the struggles of the Debian anime fan. You know what, though? I would assume. Again, assuming. Mm-hmm. You've got an 11 year old son. He's probably into that sort of stuff. It's like bonding material. Yeah, it's like you have like old cartoons from your childhood or whatever, and they're like, we threw them all away. You can't share that with your child. Oh, you don't know if it was old or new or. I don't know, yeah. Maybe he has Bakamonogatari for him. Or high Maybe his high school DXD. Exactly. Yeah. The smut can't be around our child. <laughs> That's what it really was. Probably. Uh, I could see him rocking, like, Ranma or uh, Detective Conan or Doraemon or. The fuck is that one I'm thinking of? The uh, oh, Fujiko Mine. Fuck. What is it? I don't know. Fucking hell, I can't think of it now. Fuck. Uh. uh let's see. Lupin the Third. There we go. Uh, why yeah. could not. That just couldn't come to me. Uh, but yeah, so that's that. What do you think? I mean. I have barely an anime collection and no wife. So for my limited experience... You'll get there. Like, there's obviously other issues. Exactly. Here, here's my I- thing. And someone said it too. It's like your hobby. It's like the thing you care about most. Like, obviously, I care about my wife. And no, I would not get a divorce if she threw out all my anime. I'd be incredibly pissed and hurt because it's like... I've been collecting anime longer than being married to her, and it's something else I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. But that's like me throwing out mm, 
It's like me throwing out her sewing. World of Warcraft. Yeah, or throwing away her World of Warcraft. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it. See? I knew it. Just briefly mentioning it is just too much to me. I, I know it hurts the most. I used to play. We're gonna we're gonna have to go see counseling now. Basically, even, though, even it's an addiction. But still, but yeah, it's like what you said. There's probably more to the story. It's not like that's like something touched it off, and it wasn't the only thing. That and that's like malice. That's like fucking with scissors and shit. Like what? The fuck? If it gets to the petty yeah. point that that happens, your relationship should have ended a while ago, probably. Yes. So, yeah, fine. I, I guess you can sue. I would think you could, like, be like, hey, damage my property. So I'm going to damage you? Right, no. <laughs> Violence. That's the way you take things, okay. Yeah, cut up my anime, I'll cut up you into little pieces. Oh, man, we're getting so dark. And then feed them into your little sister. Oh, you're so dark. <laughs> We've gone full circle. Oni Chan, this doesn't taste like you. Just shut up and eat it. Oh, God. Hentai or anime, I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> it's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Aw, yeah. So what's coming out? Things, lots of things. Lots of things? That sounds like some stuff. I should open my page so I can see the stuff that's coming out. Way to be prepared. Ten, twelve. and hey, I have a bookmark, thank you. We have Dragon Ball Z, the best of Goku, we did that. Yes. Afterwards, the 15th, Aniplex has Sword Art Online, Volume 3. Basically, at this point, it's the super bad part of the show, the second half, so... So, how many episodes, you know, by chance, like, it's not very often they've been doing these volumes. Mm-hmm. And, are you getting, like, 15 episodes? Like, how long? The show's it's only 25... Like, per wow. disc, it's six, because they're doing four parts, and they have, like, 24, yeah. Yuck. That must so look like, like shit on DVD. Yeah, if you want the Blu-ray, it's, like, 112 bucks for six episodes. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. No way. It's popular, I guess. It, that's, Holy like, Gurren Lagann prices. Well, I mean, they used to put four, D, uh, four episodes on DVD. Sometimes they'd smash five and six, but, I mean, you're f- just... I mean... Maybe, well, let's, let's, let's see here. Let's see here. Sword Unless it's online. two discs with six or three each. I would hope so. Maybe, but either way, so much money for the supposed box set, which is only six episodes. 90 bucks for the Blu-ray for part one. And yeah. Uh, Isn't it six episodes? 175 minutes. Yeah, so that's six. Because 180 is like... Yeah, would be 30 minutes each. Well, they have it on DVD. Let's see. They do. Oh. And it's only 40 bucks. So it's been 70 <clears throat> for the Blu-ray, but it's like super, like, platinum. I guess it comes with a lot of stuff. One through it's seven. Actually... Seven episodes. And it's three, it's two discs, and then a okay. bonus disc. That's good. And it has, like, a bunch of art and stuff. Yeah, holy shit, I'd be, like, scared as fuck. Like, the fuck? It's all blocky and shit. Because <laughs> seriously, four episodes is about the max you can throw on a disc mm-hmm. before you start, like, having to degrade your video quality. What else I got coming out? 
things. We have Eureka 7, The Astral Ocean Part 2. Woo-hoo. Pretty sure Part 1 came out last week or something. Mm-hmm. And then One Piece Season 5, Part 3. So that's probably what, like episode 1 million? Yep. Royal Space Force, The Wings of Hamanes. Yep. I don't know how you'd say that. It is. Hamanes, oh, right? It's The Wings of Omiyami or something like that. Yeah, who knows? It's the Space Force from Made in Japan. And then Campione. Campione. Oh, sorry. That's a spicy meatball. A Campione. And then next week, or I guess the week after, Blood Sea, The Last Dark. <laughs> what a dumb name. The f- that is, why just keep it Blood Sea? The Last Dark. The Last Dark. Darkwing Duck. <laughs> Sakura Wars, the movie. Or Sakura, I guess. Sakura Wars, what is that about? Yeah, I think that's just Summer Wars. I think I've heard of that. It's a no, movie. Summer Wars is different. Is Have it, you though? Seen Summer Wars? No. You need to watch it. It's good. It is very good. But again, it's about based online. Being, nah, they're not trapped, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, then life's good. Isn't that a movie, though? I don't know what Sakura Wars is. I swear to God, I've seen it before. No, I guess I have not. Oh, it's on, uh, it's on YouTube, apparently. Where have I heard of this? I guess I've just heard of it. Okay. Yep, I've never watched it. I've just heard of it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, moving on. And then Digimon... Oh, wait, I skipped Yamabo. The Darkness, The Hat, and The Travelers of Books. For Buds at Media Blasters. <laughs> yeah, oh, my they, favorite company. They finally released something, damn it. Digimon Collection, seasons 1 through 4, for $229. Jesus fucking Christ. So season 1 through 4, like, that must be so many. That must be. I bet the box set's very impressive. It's like 10,000 discs. All right. I want to find out now. Yeah. And then we have DG Charat. DG Charat. Yeah, the original TV series. Kokoro Connect on DVD and Blu-ray. That's something I'd get. Yes. No, wait, it isn't. Maybe. Because oh. I really like the Michi Random afterwards, yes. but this doesn't include it. Well, if it I'd included probably, all of it, I'd be like, yeah. It would probably be released on a, as a... Like a standalone. Yeah. Like, che- cheaper, probably. But I enjoyed Kokoro Connect. I think it's better than a lot of people said it was. So. I'd buy it again. There's probably a lot of stuff I didn't notice when watching it uh, in, in Japanese. And then Princess Knight Part 2. So yeah, I, I know what I'd pick out of that is Kokoro Connect. Yep, same here. $172 mm-hmm. for the four, 1 through 4. Let's see... Four thousand two hundred and sixty minutes. Wow. And holy shit. Holy shit. Fifty four fifty fifty one and fifty episodes so about fifty episodes a frickin' season. Yeah, on Best Buy it says it's a thirty two disc set. Jesus Christ. What does that even look like? A lot of discs. Here. I need it. Here you go. 
I watched Digimon. I'll do it. Did you watch Digimon? Yeah, because uh, it was like I guess a little after when I would be watching it, but my brother watched it. Like I watched Pokemon, and then he was like he's five years younger, so he watched Digimon. So I've seen a lot of them. I watched the first episode because I was like, I wonder what the fuck this is about. And then I was like, oh, okay. It was enjoyable as a kid. No, wow, this is so many things. <laughs> Good lord. I think I watched Digimon Tamers. That was Tamers. like the third season. Gotcha. Wow. Guide booklets, image galleries. It just, wow. All the shit Digimon people want. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean... 170 bucks is a lot, but that's so much stuff. That's definitely worth it if you don't have any. There you go. Alright, so I'm split between Kokoro and Digimon, yep. I'm choosing Kokoro. 4,200 minutes. Could I marathon that in one day? And die. It's unlikely. I don't think there's that. There's not even that many minutes in a day. There's not. That's 71 hours. Holy fucking balls. Yep, so that would take... 2.958 days to watch. So three days solid of Digimon. And then on day four you died due to sleep deprivation. Yeah, so I think I'll buy this and marathon it. What Digimon Digital Monsters and you have to watch the intro each time. Oh, fuck. Watch, <laughs> they don't even fucking like give you the option to like, skip it. Yeah, there's no like scene selection. It's just Fuck. like one episode is all you'll need at a time for 200 times. Well, you know it's cool in some of these animes, uh, the like Funimation has made it like if they know you, like it knows you're marathoning, so you don't like skip the intro and shit. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, cool box set. Yep. All right. Railgun. Tell me about it. I'll tell you all about it. Well, if you haven't gathered from my fanboyness from past episodes, I'm a big fan of Railgun. And today I'll review the second season because I already reviewed the first one. Yep. And I'd say this one was a lot better, which is hard to say because going into it, I was already a fan. But I only gave the first season a seven. I almost said one. But I only gave it a seven. Which, even though I liked it so much, it was just, like, them doing nothing most of the time. So, the four main characters are all girls, and they're from the Index series. So, I find them all more interesting than the actual Index series, because the two Index main characters are super whiny. There's the one guy who just punches things to solve his problems, and then the girl that follows him around and does nothing. So, this all takes place in Academy City, and... The main character, the railgun, Misako Mikoto, um, she gets all of her power from science. Like, I guess it's like, they don't, they haven't even revealed it from all the episodes I've seen of how they actually get their powers, but it's the science side. And then in Index, she's from like the religious side, where apparently they get their powers from the church. And that's just magic, not science. So leading up, between the two shows there's a bunch of tie-ins and there's just a movie where eventually there's going to be a conflict between science and religion which is cool because that happens in real life just without all the real fighting or i guess there's real fighting too but fair enough so but uh, the reason i like this one better than the first one i won't go over the whole plot of the show because like you probably get that from my first review or you've heard it before since it's old um 
this one's way better because it follows the manga better. Whereas the first one, they had to make up like a lot of filler stuff because they didn't have like any source material. They just took it from the index novels. So this one actually has a source, and it's much darker. Like there's much darker things. Like for the first arc, it's Railgun S, I think, for sisters. That's what I'm going off of because the first arc is about all the clones they made from Railgun when they stole her DNA. Because like when you come to the city. They essentially like own you as they teach you, and they took her DNA map to supposedly help people with muscular dystrophy, which is a real disease, but um, they didn't, and they'd made clones, so the whole plan is like, she's level 5, that's how they scale their powers in Academy City, and they wanted to make a whole bunch of like super soldiers out of her powers, because she like shoots electricity, well, which fails. Is that the same girl in the first one that like is all angry and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she, she's a railgun. She shoots coin, arcade coins at super fast speeds using electricity. And so they make a whole bunch of clones. The project fails, but they decide to use them anyway and have this level 5 person named Accelerator who like controls vectors. So if you shoot a bullet at him, it like deflects into you. But he's going to kill all 20,000 of the clones to, like, as they say, level up from level 5 to level 6, which no one's ever done. They essentially just want him to be the most useful soldier in case they fight the religious people instead of having a whole bunch of rail guns because that failed. And, but she doesn't want that, obviously, because it's like a whole bunch of people that look exactly like her and they're all getting killed for a science experiment, so that doesn't go over too well with her. Yeah, I wouldn't so. Yeah, it doesn't make her very happy. And then so she <laughs> like stops the experiment, and that's the whole first half. And then the second half isn't in the manga because they ran out of material again because it's only like 30 chapters. But... I guess I'd definitely watch it if you've seen the first one, because if you like the first one, then this one's better. Because it's, like, darker, and the animation's better. You could tell, like, more time went into it. And... I don't... I don't know. <laughs> I guess you haven't seen it, so do no. you have any questions from what I explained? I, I didn't explain it in detail, because... What kept it interesting? Um, It kept it interesting because there's a lot of new characters... And because I read the manga beforehand, I actually wanted to see how they adapted it. And the first half was really close to the manga, so like fans will be pleased, as well as people that haven't seen it, because it's just generally a good, better story than not going off of anything and just having them do whatever. Okay. So for a combination of new stuff, and I knew the arc they were doing was way more interesting to me. That kept it interesting. Hmm, okay. Like, do they keep the same voice actors, or...? Yep. Okay. And if you watch Index, and she's in it because she's like a side character, because she goes to the same, or she lives in the same place as the main character, all the voice actors are the same. So it's technically a spinoff, but it's probably more popular than the parent series at this point. And they're almost to the point, I don't know if they are in the novels, but in the anime, I think they're making the Index Season 3, they'll finally get to the religion versus science war. Which will be interesting, because the girl the main character helps is from a church, whereas Railgun isn't. And Railgun like likes the guy, so... We'll see what side he even picks to fight on, but it should be interesting. I just really like it, because there's so many like futuristic things in the city. Like, whoever wrote this wrote, like, it could be real world, just, like, 30 years in the future or something. And there's, like, a whole bunch of science advancements that make sense. Like, at the same time, they don't because of the powers, but they have, like, a space elevator and stuff. Space <laughs> so it's like how people used to imagine the future in the 90s. It's I'm going good. to Jupiter. Be back by 10. Fuck you, yeah. Dad. I'm going to be back at 11. 
there, there's an arc uh, where she goes to Russia, and they have a city where <clears throat> everything's like heads up display. So like you look at walls and buildings and sidewalks, and like it's like that one movie where they tailor the ads to you. I forget the name of it. Minority Report, maybe. Huh. Yeah, where they look up for future crimes. So they have yeah, like a whole bunch of like report. future cities in the setting, and whoever wrote and thought up the settings did a really good job. Gotcha. So, uh, I'm guessing if you liked the first season, you liked the second season. Is there anything that kind of you like thought, like, why are they going this way? Or is it you already kind of knew what to expect and really didn't care? I knew what to expect, but there's, like, one character they downplayed in it is this new character that, like, mind controls people. And she has, like, a big role in the manga, but not in this one. So even though I was kind of questioning why they didn't give her a bigger role... I'm just optimistic in that maybe she'll get, like, they're, like, saving some material to do another season. So that didn't bug me, because I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll just make more, since it's so popular. Gotcha. So I was happy with it. They left it out in a non-crippling way. You gave it a 7, right? I gave the first season a 7. I gave this one a 9. I really oh. liked it. So what made it more enjoyable? Just the main characters' interactions were better. Whereas, like, the first one was like, oh, they live in the futuristic city, but their interactions are still normal schoolgirl. Like, they go out to, like, eat and stuff and, like, do boring things. And this one is more realistic, where, like, she questioned ever even going to the city because her life was so shitty. That rhymes. But that they stole her DNA and, like, all of her clones are getting killed and it's all her fault. So many people are dying and she, like, breaks down and stuff. Like, it just had a lot more, like, emotional aspects, and the fighting was better. People had, like, a plan. Instead of just, like, being defeated in the generic, like, oh, I'm a bad guy, now I lose way. Like, they had other motives that weren't all bad and stuff. Gotcha. So it's just more dynamic. It wasn't, like, so one-sided. Gotcha. All right. Um, is it being released? Uh, yeah. Funimation will be dubbing it after they finish the second season of Index. Sweet. So they've already done the first season of Index and Railgun. I bought Railgun, and I'll buy the second season, but they're a little behind since there's so much stuff. But I think it's supposed to come out next year, sometime. There you go. Good news. Excuse me, indeed. So, I am going to be reviewing Roberta's Blood Trail. I have reviewed Black Lagoon and Black Lagoon Second Barrage uh, previously. This was a five-episode OVA. Interestingly enough, Funimation chose to just number it after episode 25. So it's literally like 26, 27, 28, right? It's interesting how they numbered it. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, one of the main... One of the... Not necessarily lesser-known characters. Um, an interesting character. The maid of the Lovelace family, Roberta, who is like this unstoppable killing machine, basically goes on revenge. The Lovelace, like, the person who let her become a maid and she looked up to and whatever and served, he is murdered by the U.S. and, like, a couple different agencies. Dirty U.S. Exactly. I was murdering people with nukes. It's fun. Well, in this Japan. case, he was blown up. Oh, wow. See? Nukes. So, she goes fucking batshit crazy on a revenge-fueled uh, mission, I guess, to uh, 
to, you know, to right kill wrongs. people that killed that person. And it gives sense. <laughs> this thing aired for nearly a year. From June 27th, 2010 to June 22nd, 2011. And just the five episodes? Just the five episodes. Wow. Funimation finally released it not too long ago. I watched it and marathoned it pretty quickly. And, uh, it was interesting how what they did here. So basically, Roberta just goes bad shit and crazy and she's like, I'm gonna fucking fix this. And bring our family back together. And, you know, for the master. Who is, uh, Garcia Lovelace. And so, Garcia and Fabiola, who is this new character they introduce, one of the other maids, who is, like, really young and she's cute, and she's from, like, the barrio of, like, fucking Mexico or some shit, or no, Colombia. So she's been around the block. And, uh, they go to Rowanapur to find Roberta, and they seek the help of the mayor, I guess you could call it the city. And, uh, uh, Mr. Chang, they keep calling him. And, basically, a bunch of people are looking for Roberta. Mm -hmm. And it starts off because she starts, like, interrogating, like, people in the U.S. um, Marine ranks. Like, fucking just crazy torture. Like, she handcuffed one guy around a fucking, like, barrel. Mm-hmm. And then started asking questions, and he wouldn't answer them. So she started dropping, um, fucking big ass coals into the barrel. Oh god! Until he talked, it's fucking crazy. Um, or like the fucking like Fabiola, she kicks a guy in the nuts with a fucking blade that comes out of her shoe. <laughs> it's fucking insane. So it's like brutal fucking over the top like violence and basically Rock which is a Japanese businessman who joined you know the Lagoon Company he's in this weird role or like he plays like puppet master to everything he spends like three days in his room like contemplating every fucking scenario and then he figures it out and Basically, Roberta and Fabiola, or excuse me, Fabiola and uh, Garcia go to the Lagoon Company saying, help us find Roberta. And they're like, fuck you, you're crazy. So they appeal to Rock, and Rock is like, wants to find the good in the city. And, you know, in the, I think it was Black Lagoon second barrage, you know, they had kidnapped Garcia and held him for ransom or something like that. And so they have a history. And basically, everyone's trying to find Roberta. And it's Roberta going this blood, drug-induced rage. On her blood trail. <laughs> oh, it's fucking crazy. And seriously, it's insane. Like, you've got, like, the fucking paramilitary. you got, like, a fucking military. And, like, there's, like, one scene where there's five of them, guns drawn, shooting at her. And she kills them all, and they're like thirty feet away from each other. <laughs> so like she's on God, she's just like a fucking Terminator. Sounds it. Then there was a but uh, episode three was just intense, very very over the top violence. 
they bring back a lot of the cast. Bella Laika is in it, but she just plays a minor support role. Um, even Revy and stuff, like, a lot of the character, they're just there. It really focuses on Fabiola and Garcia. And, you know, everyone makes a little cameo. Um, Bella Laika, Edda, um, Lawton, uh, you know, the church woman, the, even the Chinese girl who they call Chinglish, you know, <laughs> uh, the, yeah, this, this, this show, like, fuck, like, there was like a Cuban military going after her, and everyone gets shot by Roberta, and Revy walks in with, uh, Garcia, who's like fucking like 11 or 12 at best. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's around all this violence and blood and shit. And she goes, hey, tell this beaner I'm go- we're going to find a hospital if he fucking talks to us. You know, just fucking race. It's very. They're very racist. You know, Chinglish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just, you know, China English. Because she's, you know, she's Chinese assassin. Yeah, very uh, non-PC, you know. But I guess realistic military people might speak. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You're Revy, killing people. Yeah. You're not turned off by language. Yeah. So it's, you know, it really felt like, you know, like any other uh, arc in Black Lagoon. I mean, it was five episodes. It did a very good job. Although they took they go on this weird tangent where, like, Revy gets shot in both arms, so she's pretty much fucking useless. Mm-hmm. So she spends, like, the day in her room, like, getting pissed off about her childhood and shit. And, like, just out of nowhere. And she's, like, there's, like, flashbacks to her, like, being punched and shit by her father. And then, like, her putting a pillow over his head and shooting him in the head. Wow. And... Like, it's just like, what the f- It's like, it just came out of nowhere. It was like, what, why? Mm-hmm. It's like, we've been through this in, in Black Lagoon already. Like, we knew Revy's childhood sucked and, you know, where she was coming from. But they had the need to, like, put this in here. It was kind of weird. Um, but I mean, overall, like, it's violence for the sake of violence. And it's crazy over the top. I mean, one of the characters has a fucking chainsaw and they chainsaw... People in half. <laughs> yes. And it's just, you know, blood splatter everywhere. Mm-hmm. But they do really good at, like, making things matter. Like, there was a scene in episode, I think, three or four, where Roberta meets up with, like, an old comrade and like of, like, the Columbia military who was hunting for her, who she used to be a part of. And the guy was like, oh, I can get you to come back, and... and you know, I want you to come back, blah, blah, blah. You could be the lone wolf. Thank you. And this and that and the other thing. And she's like, oh, that sounds hot. You know, all this death that's making me horny. So let's <laughs> fuck. Uh-huh. And Garcia is like right around the corner. She doesn't know he's there. So he's like watching her like get fucking groped and they're kissing and like she's wrapping her legs around his you know, around him and shit, and she's like, oh, yeah. You know, very intense, like, because you know there's more that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. 
And it just seems like one of those memorable scenes, not because of the sex, but it was interesting how they used it. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't set. I mean, they don't show anything, like, there's no nudity, but it's a very intense, like, sexual scene, and I've never seen sex used for that in anime. Like, you've seen, like, ulterior motive type things, but, like, this is, like, a full-on, like, not hardcore sex or anything like that, but, like, it was interesting how it was used, you know what I mean? It's a memorable way, in my opinion, that, you know, Roberta's using sex to get what she needs and wants, which, you know, nothing new, not necessarily an anime, you know, because this entire series is based on, like, you know, Western action films and stuff, but Mm -hmm. I've never seen it used in an anime in that form, I guess is what I'm saying. But, I mean, if you've watched... Black Lagoon one and two, and you like, you liked it. Black Lagoon, Roberta's Blood Trails, a lot of the same stuff. The story overall is pretty good. It's, I wouldn't say predictable. I mean, it had a very, you, it had a very kick butt ending. Mm-hmm. But it was okay. I mean, I'm glad I didn't wait. And watch it when it was airing. But. Um, I don't know. It, it was good. But it just seemed like. How much violence and stuff we could put in here. And there was a lot of just. Over the top situations that Roberta finds herself in. And you know she's this unmerciless killing machine. And she just seems to get out of every fucking situation. They even introduce characters. And then have like. Like, even important characters, like, there's a woman who, like, helps her escape to find where everyone's going. She's never heard from again. And then they just leave it at that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, I guess when you have five episodes, you gotta choose what you put in. Yeah. And they were, like, 35 minutes each, so... Well, I guess it's more than normal, then. Yeah, but still, it got a little old after a while. I was like, okay, wrap it the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, it's like the violence and everything else. Like you kind of, like, I, I've always got like kind of desensitized to it. After a while, it's like that shock of like, oh, what the fuck are they do next? Holy shit, there's a chainsaw. Okay, we saw that, you know. But it's like in realistic, it's like you're going against the fucking United States military, and you're getting mm-hmm. close enough to like chainsaw people in half. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, especially multiple people. They, sh- they should be better at fighting, but... It was good. I gave it a 7. It was okay. I mean, like... I already made my point, but... By episode 5, you're just like, Okay, fucking wrap it up already. Get to the point. So, it was good. I mean, I, I really like Black Lagoon. It's a good show. It's really fun. The arcs are always interesting. This one was just kind of like... It was a good arc, but it wasn't anything, like, great. I thought there was better ones in the show itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to see Roberta get her own, you know, her own, you know, series of events and whatnot. But I was really disappointed that we didn't learn a lot about her. You know, we learned how she became a maid and why, but that was about it. And I, I really wish they would have gotten more in-depth 
about the characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, that's Black Lagoon. I gave it a seven, and uh, if you like Black Lagoon already, you're gonna like this. I mean, the, nothing's really changed. Art's still the same. The characters, I mean, everybody in the English dub returns and they're as their characters. So well, that's good. Yeah. So that is Black Lagoon Roberta's Blood Trail. Check it out. It uh, you can probably watch it on Funimation. Or you can buy it. It's probably really cheap. Mm-hmm. So that's that. So, well, anything else before we uh, wrap it up? I think that's all. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll be back with more reviews here on the next episode. Check out our uh, Twitter feed, at Jellocoon, at AnimeZach, with a C. Yeah. No K. And only a C, no K or H. <laughs> yep. Uh, we'll probably probably announce what we're going to be reviewing uh, probably in the next week so alright thanks again for listening and uh, check out our website bonsaibeat.com until next time uh, keep watching This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to BonsaiBeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.